and his son Jesus Christ to us if we fulfill the conditions for that greater relationship. John 14, verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Amen, amen and amen. Because of what the Lord's taught us and our love of the sovereignty of God and, and the doctrines of grace when it comes to salvation, we love 1 John 4.19. And I've said this many times, but we love 1 John 4.19 where it says, We love him because he first loved us. But that's not how this verse is arranged. These two verses are arranged differently. They say in verse 21, If we love him, then he and his son Jesus will love us. And it's repeated again in verse 23. Because our relationship with God is an ever-expanding possibility for those who love and embrace walking with God in fellowship and His Son, Jesus Christ, they will manifest themselves to that person more and more. This is no different, except it's worded differently, than what Paul prayed for in Ephesians chapter 3 when he wrote to a church that was already had the earnest of the Spirit and they had the fellowship of the habitation of the Spirit. Um, that's chapter 1, then chapter 2. But in chapter 3, this church where Paul had spent two years, he said, I bow my knees to God the Father, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, and I have prayed that by the might of the Spirit in your inner man, you might know the full dimensions of Jesus Christ's love until you are filled with all the fullness of God. The Ephesians didn't have it during his two years there. He was, it's, a, it's an expanding potential. It's a progressive relationship that we can have with God. It can get better and better in this life. And it's here in John 14. And these verses, we're not going to rush over those two verses because we're going to see them in the light of Ephesians 3 that there is a greater manifestation. Judas responded right back, not Judas Iscariot, but another Judas, an apostle, responded by saying, Lord, how are you going to do it to us and not to the world? So it can't be external. It's got to be internal, and it will be internal. And that was the, in, the inner man. That's Ephesians 3. By the power of God and the inner man to know the full dimensions of Jesus Christ's love until we're filled with all the fullness of God. You know that for five to ten years, those words have gripped your pastor that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. That's a, that's a strong statement. It's something Ephesus didn't have yet, but he wanted for them. It's something I want for you and for me by his grace. Amen. Heavenly Father, blessed God, there is no reason why you should have loved us in the first place, let alone love us more in an intimate, personal, fellowship way if we love you and keep your commandments. 
I'm speaking in the flesh, O Lord, that in us by nature there is nothing lovable. But we thank Thee, because it seemed good in Thy sight. You set Your love upon us, and You will have even greater fellowship with us if we will draw nigh to Thee, love Thee, and keep Thy commandments. Bless us in this second assembly, that our hearts might be further stirred in ways that they should, that we might please Thee more perfectly. We thank You for this fellowship of believers, and we pray now that the blessing of the Spirit will be upon us and in us, to bear fruit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.